Last time on The Randomizer. I was still on the trail of Harry the Human Cannonball, but there were problems. Problems with Mendoza and the mob, problems with the fight, and the air balloon I was in. No air. The only place I was heading was down. And now the conclusion. So there we go, we're all caught up with what happened last time. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Welcome back to Dick Spanner and the... uh, it was another what a, oh, case of the human cannonball. I've forgotten what we were watching. Uh, that doesn't bode well, does it? Jumpin' Jehosopher. A miniature acetylene cutter. This is another rather lovely uh, running joke that this show does, in addition to Dick's various catchphrases of uh, it was another dumb move and, well, you can't win them all and all that. Every time he needs something to help him, some useful gadget to get him out of a problem, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out something either completely useless or something that he needed, like, last week, but won't need anymore. It's all rather sweet. And I do like, I I think I said this last time, but I do really like Dick as a character. He looks totally bizarre, as as indeed uh, everything in this show does. Uh, who keeps saying that? Um, but he also looks very much the uh, the Philip Marlowe kind of stereotypical private detective that obviously this uh, this was aping the whole genre of uh, of those things. All right, open up or I start pumping lead. Sorry, I got distracted there because uh, he's uh, holding off a circus strongman with a slice of cake that he's pretending is a gun. That's all I needed. A punch drunk drunk. He told me Harry the human... What's this guy got on the side of his head? Is that meant to be a cauliflower or is that his brain? Someone had swiped his tiger tail. Oh no, I don't want to see this guy's tail going up. I don't want it. A brain. Hmm. I, I do heartily apologise from the, the bottom of my soul that I cannot do an adequate job explaining what is going on to people who haven't seen this show. Please, please go and buy the DVDs. It's the only way any of this is going to make any sense. No, I tell a lie. It's not going to make any sense. None of this makes any sense. I took the elevator to the 16th floor. My office was on the 10th. I figured it was time I started thinking on a different level. Again, there's another running joke of uh, what floor his office is on. Oh, we're going up, we're going up, we're going up. I suppose also the five-minute runtime of this thing and the fact that it's not building to any major continuing storyline... Um, Probably explains the fact that nothing really actually happens. Um, we are essentially, I think we're coming up on like the start of the sixth or seventh episode, and Dick has just gone back to his office to see if anything new has happened because we've we've not really achieved anything. Dick is once again falling out of the sky. Uh, I suppose. Since it was designed in five-minute installments to be shown one a week, this wouldn't necessarily be so much of a problem. Watching them in a compilation like this, it does kind of highlight the, re- the slight repetitiveness of the storytelling. But it's still very charming, because again, it, it's, it kind of reinforces the idea that Dick is so useless he can't achieve anything. Well, I guess I've done a lot of falling over the years. 
I recall one time I fell for this tall chick from French. Whoa, whoa, was that a topless lady? Uh, obviously made of plasticine. She was in um, in a bathtub uh, in the sky. I hit the roof. I've not been drinking. Shut up. Some people got no class. You've got lots of class, though, Dick. You are just wonderful. Oh, now there's a dinosaur on the loose. Um, I don't think that's relevant to the story. That's just something else that's happening in the world of the big pair. Oh, oh. Oh, dear. Um, it was that sneaky flatfoot O'Grady. Yeah, O'Grady just had one of his eyes out on stalks, gazing right at Dick. That was quite unsettling. Flying an elevator without a license. Yeah, occasionally, very occasionally, the animation in this uh, is a bit off-putting. I've always had a slightly, uh, a slight fear of bad claymation, uh, dating back to the uh, to seeing the Reek Petite video when I was a child. I mean, that just that's so creepy. Uh, that video even now um, usually when when claymation this kind of animation stop motion is is done really well you don't really think about it it's like with the super marionation once you start watching it your brain just immediately plugs into accepting what you're seeing same with most of the animation in this and usually if it doesn't sort of grab you the humour is enough to carry you through and make you keep watching. But just occasionally there are some slightly unsettling characters in this. But I do like Sheriff O'Grady, the fact that he's just this big bull of a man who never really says anything. And usually you can't see his eyes. I I, I prefer it when we can't, sorry, Dick just banged his head on a, a spinning fan. There was nothing I could do. What's happening? Oh! Oh, okay, it's a giant magnet pulling bells, uh, bells. everybody up into I the sky. I'm the only PI in the city with magnetic nuts. I was positive about one <laughs> Yeah, there's the cliffhanger change again. We're now in a different episode, as you can tell by the fact that the music absolutely cuts out. The picture quality changes. Um, so anyway, Dick has now been rescued from the giant magnet by a uh, grabby thing. I figured the big pair was a swinging city. The goon was going to squeeze me to death. <laughs> I... This program is not helping me. I can't explain what's going on because... But there was nothing I could do. Everything that is going on makes no sense. And it's wonderful. Um, but I still don't know where Dick is meant to be at this point. I'd taken a flight from the stone room. It was some climb. Uh -huh. <laughs> Take two. Uh -huh. uh, oh, place of okay. Oh. Um. So we're not in Dick's office. Uh, what happened there was Dick just kicked down the door, expecting he would see the man he was looking for. Door bounced off the wall and smashed him in the face. It's so quick, but it's so exactly as I figured. It's so, and then there aren't many moments in this program that can make me actually laugh out loud like that. And I remember this moment, but I thought it was in uh, the next story, the Maltese Parrot. Oh, that was brilliant. But it obviously. Me describing it to you doesn't make it work at all. You have to watch this thing, really. There was no one. 
Things were quiet. Too quiet. That was the sound of a skyscraper taking off. Uh, Dick is now being trailed by a telephone booth. Um, I have yet to to see what any of this is leading up to. Oh, Dick is attracting things uh, through magnetism. Drain covers. Keep the big pair clean. Kill a tourist. Okay, that's uh, that's uh, refreshingly violent. I needed a drink. So we're back to the crowbar. One of Dick's other favourite places. We're basically going from his office to the crowbar to O'Grady's, occasionally to May East. I see it wasn't no high-flying citizen from Japan. That was a Mexican. Another damn Mexican flying through the air. Someone had sure hung one. Oh. I guess I'll never learn. It was late, but still damn hot. What I needed was a long, cool beer. Uh, that was a cactus sneaking up on Dick to give him a hug, which ended up hugging himself when Dick moved out of the way. I'm killing these jokes by telling them to you. Uh, hmm. The joint was jumping. Made sense. It was full of Mexican has-beens. Oh, good grief. Uh, I would say that this is kind of bordering on slightly offensive, were it not for the fact that that would involve taking any of it seriously, and we we, we can't bring sense into Dick Spanner. We can't take this remotely seriously. Dick is now in Mexico. Uh, he's gone to the bar, and inside the bar is the same... Um, Bella Lugosi-ish barman and his uh, recurring nemesis Mendoza and his henchmen. Uh, Dick's head just... Um, oh, good grief, what am I watching? Uh, I kind of like... Ah, I need a... No, I'm not taking a break. I can get through this. I can get through this. I'm enjoying this. Uh, it sounds like I'm not, but only because I'm trying to, trying to follow it and trying to explain to you what I'm seeing. I really want people to look at this show. That's what's, uh, that's what's making it so difficult. I can't explain what I'm seeing. An hour and a couple of bottles later, I knew it was time to rush out of there. <laughs> as much as I said, the animation is uh, not always anything spectacular. Sometimes, much like with the door in the face thing that happened earlier that I laughed at, sometimes the animation is so quick that it, it gives it a lot more energy than it might otherwise have had, and that, that just makes it funnier. Faster things are funnier, I think. I've been sleeping it off when something woke me. Now, um... The music in this show is is quite repetitive. It's the same two or three play, uh, two or three pieces being played over and over. Oh, Dick is wearing a lovely sleeping hat. Um, and I know the music in this show annoys some people. Uh, when it was uh, re-released, when it was first released on DVD some years ago, they replaced all of the music and cropped it into widescreen. They they gave it this just sort of generic lounge jazz soundtrack. It's very disappointing. 
Uh, I like the big top. That was an elephant, uh, if, in case you were wondering. In case you were still trying in vain to follow what on earth is going on. Um, yeah, I really like the music in this. Uh, I know it's not to, uh, to many people's tastes, but I do often find myself whistling the, the Dick Spanner tune. And I know uh, there have been comments on Twitter regarding my whistling of the Joe 90 theme. Uh, I can't promise that I won't yeah. whistle anymore. I forty-five with a hair trigger. Oh, well done! You found it. You finally found it. Good man. The trigger. Yeah, I, I can't promise that I won't end up whistling the theme tune to this because it is uh, very repetitive. It is a, a wonderful earworm. Jumping Jehoshaphat. It was Mendoza in Alova's overcoat, and that ain't easy to say. Jumping Jehoshaphat. It was a fat man, Sydney Side Street. All over, Mendoza and the fat man were all one and the same guy. This is wonderful uh, insight into how stupid Dick is that he can't figure that out. But he feels that it's such an achievement when he's finally, finally cracked it. It's, a, it's another lovely side to this character that he is genuinely trying his best. He, does, he doesn't realise that he is vastly underqualified and in way over his head. Uh, Speaking of his head, at this point, it is uh, facing backwards on his shoulders. Just trying to keep you up with, uh, keep you up to date with what's going on. It was a neat caper. Illegal immigrants flying dumb Mexicans across the border. Only they didn't use no airplane. The stupid jerks got fired from the big gun. Yeah, uh, Mexican immigrants are being shot over the border through a giant can uh, cannon. To this day, I still don't know how the hell I did that. Um... Come in, drive up. Every time I open my mouth to try to explain what I'm Seven seeing... Cavalry. Oh, good grief, the cavalry is here. Could be. The tank is still firing. Uh, Your engines are ready, Captain. Why is there a Scott? Oh, obviously Scotty. Why is there an alien? And the circus tent is a flying saucer. Um, I really can't add anything more to that. Other than the fact that I think this might be, if not the whole thing, uh, at least part of the flying saucer from uh, Terrorhawk's Cry UFO. It's very, very similar designed underneath, and the way it, it's flying along the O'Grady is still firing his tank. Um, yeah, very similar model there. So I was flying home. O'Grady would clear up the mess, though we never did nail a fat man. Now he was being taken. And we've just decided we've reached the end of the story. Uh, Although I didn't know it, that's it. We're, we're done for this week. Next case. So Dick has just crashed into the giant Marion Mollusk advertising billboard. He's back in the big pair, ready to face another case. But we may be some time off seeing Dick again. Uh, he has one more two-parter to get through. We don't know when that's going to show up, but I'm really glad this showed up so early on in the randomizer. Great fun. Yeah.